Good morning. Welcome to the Removing Confusion Podcast. Tom Richardson, your host. March the 24th, 2022. Living in a land of confusion. And we're going to discuss that. We're going to look at some things and listen to some people that are just pretty much beyond the pale when it comes to confusing me. It's like, how did we get where we are today? Now, those of us that know the Lord, and you know, I always, I'm I'm unapologetic about my belief in Christ and my belief in the Bible and my belief that the church needs to be doing a whole lot more than what they are because they're more worried about having snappy little sermons and programs for children, which are interesting and needed, but yet the main focus has been lost, much like the church in Ephesus, I believe it was, that forgot her first love. We need to get back to the basics, don't we? We certainly do. Thank you for answering that. My my executive producer, Mr. Otis, and my long-distance helper and producer, Mike Lyons, have forgotten to remind me that March is Women's History Month. Now, we're going to delve into some things here today that are just contrary to everything. You know, this is the government, National, you know, National Women's Month, National Black History, it's Women's History Month, but National Black History Month, which is February. Uh, You know, Hispanic Month will probably be coming up, and I have no problem with having months set aside for certain things, except for when we get to June and it's gay month. You know, LGBTQ plus one three seven eighty nine forty six hike. Whatever. I don't really think we need that one. But you know, if they want to do it, let them do it. I don't have to celebrate it. But you know, women, I love women. I know a lot of women. I'm married to a woman. It's all good. So let's have a history month for them. Um the only problem is now that all this silliness that's going on, uh, transgender this and uh, cross-gender that and Caitlin gender this and whatever. You know, her name used to be Bruce. And uh, this, this new thing, don't do it for me. I'll tell you. You're 60, some 70, whatever, and you decide, all these years I wanted to be a woman. While I was running on the Wheaties box, I wanted to be a woman. So we could celebrate here. Maybe he gets, or she or they, maybe, do they have a men's history month? Or I guess all of them are, right? Because we're such dominant, domineering uh, the, of the species that we just take over everything. We will allow you to have women, Hispanic, black, gay, horse, dog, and everything else history month, but we really control them all. I'm just kidding. It's not politically correct for there to be a men's history month or a white guy's history month. 
They say we get too much as it is. Okay, enough of my bloviating. But, you know, Women's History Month. So those of you that have forgotten to remind me, you must have the same mental disease that I have that makes me forget stuff. So let's start this thing off right because we really need definitions, don't we? We need to know what exactly is a woman. What makes a woman? And for, 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 for sake of clarity, really, for, for the understanding of what a woman is, we should go to a woman. I mean, why should I sit here and try to give you a bird's-eye view definition of women or what a woman is when we have a person who's sitting in Congress or Senate right now in the Senate hearings for confirmation to become the first, is she the first? Yes, she's the first African-American woman to be nominated to the Supreme Court. Katanji Brown Jackson or Jackson Brown, something like that. So she was asked today because this is such an important question that nobody knows the answer to. I mean, come on, what's a woman? She was asked that. It wasn't today, it was yesterday. Yeah, I'm always a day late on the news. You, you've heard me say before, I don't need to be first. I just want to be right. Sometimes when you jump out there first and try to solve the big mystery, you end up creating a bigger problem. So let's just look at this. Listen to what she had to say. And it's a, it's, it's really telling. I mean, I, I can't believe that a woman of, uh, you know, she's uh, definitely got a Harvard law degree, I believe. So she's an intelligent person. You have to be, have something going for you to get through that. And she's sitting on the federal bench in D.C. So, you know, of course, <laughs> all you got to do is be able to breathe to get a, a judgeship anymore. But the Supreme Court's a big deal. And, and this is what Miss Jackson Brown or Brown Jackson had to say about what is a woman asked by the esteemed. Oh, actually, she is pretty decent. Uh, I forget her name. <laughs> Hopefully it'll come up. Goodness gracious. Uh Anyway, a female senator, a Republican, asked her. Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? Not in this context. I'm not a biologist. Can you you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? Mm, not in okay. this context. So I'm not a biologist. Of- she's not a biologist. She's a woman. From what I understand, this is a woman who has been a woman all her life. She's even had children. I. I'm sure she's seen herself in the mirror. She's married, I believe. She's got kids anyway. So she, I can't tell you what is a woman. 
I can't define it for you. This is a judge with a Harvard Law degree. Now, is she just being obtuse? <laughs> I love that. Remember, remember uh, Barney and Andy, or Andy and Barney, you know, you're just being obtuse. <laughs> so, so what is the, how do you, can't you just answer the question and say a woman is a female? A woman has, you know, two X chromosomes. A, a woman is born a woman, blah, blah. No, you can't say that because if you're a lefty, if you're a lunatic Democrat, you can't say that a woman is born a woman because that is not politically correct. It's not have anything. It's done. Blah, blah. It don't. It, it, oh, goodness. All right. Clip that out. It doesn't have anything to do with biological birthing. You know, the what you were born as. It's it's they they've construed this whole thing and messed it all up. Now, here's the thing. You heard it. I made I made you listen to it twice. I listened to it three times already. Four if you count what I just did. So I'm ahead of you if you've only heard it once. Your host suffers so much to bring you these inane and ignorant things that we ain't even done yet. So anyway, she cannot tell you what is a woman. I, I think Helen Reddy, was it, that said, you know, I am woman. <laughs> you know? She knew. Who knew she knew? Let me roar. Was it hell? I am woman. Hear me roar. <laughs> I, I, I'm serious. I'm not on anything. <laughs> okay. Just tell you. We're having a little fun here today. And it's good to laugh in the face of ignorance. Now, it goes on. Okay. In the same, I don't know if it was in the same day. This is, I, I found this one on my own. I've played around and. I couldn't believe it because you already heard she doesn't know what's a woman. She won't answer the question about what's a woman, but yet she answers this. Give it a little break here. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. What it would mean to have four women serving on the Supreme Court for the first time in history. Now, that's the vaunted Diane Feinstein, senator from San Francisco, who's, you know, after, I don't know if this is before or after, but it doesn't make any difference, does it? When, when, when you're asked what's a woman, and she, I can't answer. I, I really don't know what a woman is. But now she's being posed with the question, wouldn't it be awesome? It's going to be awesome when we have four women on the Supreme Court. And again, Katanji Brown-Jackson answers this question in a form that is so eloquent, flowing. She seems like a nice lady. She's just a lefty. You know, and when you get into the lefty thing, I'm done. I can't hang with you too much. You know, I, I mean, sometimes I think it'd be fun just to have the arguments, but you know, this this is a this is a woman with intelligence, and if she's going to answer Ms. Jackson's question very succinctly, thank you, Senator. Um, thank you. I think it's extremely meaningful. Um, one of the things that having uh, diverse members of the court does is it provides for the opportunity for role models. Um, 
since I was nominated to this position, I have received so many notes and letters and photos from little girls around the country. Little girls. Tell me that they are so excited for this opportunity and that they have thought about the law in new ways um, because I am a woman, because I am a black woman. All of those things people have said have been really meaningful to them. And, And we want, I think, as a country for everyone to believe that they can do things like sit on the Supreme Court. And so having meaningful numbers of women and um, people of color, I think, matters. Did you hear that? Women. Now, and all the diversity and whatnot, you know, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, not a fan, a Jewish woman sat on the Supreme Court for way too long. Uh, what is that other lady? Soto Mayor. I think she's Hispanic. Um, now we're, you know, the, the, was it the first African-American lady to be posed for the bench? Uh, so she's got all the diversity b- things checked. Really? But did you hear that? She's She's received emails and notes and letters and pictures and videos from little girls all over the country who are excited for this opportunity. Women have been sitting on that bench now for three decades. But, you know, I, I, I understand she's a African-American. That makes it a little bit different. But she's still a woman. I look at people firstly this way. I mean, you know, we're, we're all different in our appearances, you know, you're white, you're, you're, you're black, you're, uh, uh, Asian with the, you know, yellow, whatever on down the line, brown, red, all these things. So we see that, but we also notice, Hey, it's a lady or a man, you know, <laughs> but she says, you know, it's going to be wonderful for this chance for little girls. But yet when she was asked that other Can question, you she provide say? a definition for the word woman. Can I provide a definition? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. She can't provide you a definition for woman, but yet she's so uh, humbled and exhausted and, and excited that these little girls are contacting her to tell her that they're excited about this opportunity that's coming up. You can't make up some of the junk that these people pull off. I got a quote from a guy. I think he was actually an atheist, but (laughs) Voltaire. And I stole this from Jason uh, Whitlock off of uh, the Tucker Carlson. Tucker even said, say that quote again so the folks out there can write it down. And I was like, you know, I I think I can remember it. Then I I remembered who I am, and I said, no, I'm going to write it down. So when he said it again, I wrote it down. And this is, this is the thing. Now, this covers everything in our society, friends. This, this quote from an old French guy. Like I say, I think he was actually an atheist. They, they, I think he's the one they, they he, he died. They wouldn't bury him in the churchyard. Then they dug him up and burned him and threw him into the river or something. I, you know, maybe, I don't know. 
I don't know my French history as well as I should, I guess. But here's the thing that he said. And, you know, that's, it, this, this proves the old uh, a broken clock is right twice a day, right? If they can make you believe absurdities, they can get you to commit atrocities. In any kind of a form or, or fashion, if that if I can get you to believe in an absurdity, I can get you to commit atrocities. And you know that's I mean full on I believe this full on belief in something so absurd, so ridiculous, so let's say ignorant that you know if you can get people to get to that level of believing in absurdity of going to the depths of the absurdity it's easy then to convince them okay it's okay go kill your neighbor or you know don't worry about his his soul or whatever or you know i'll tell you what from the pulpits of america i have heard some absurdities that they try to get us to believe or that the, uh, well, if the preacher said it, it must be right. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't, I, I am, I have been such a critical thinker all my life. It's always caused problems because at first you hear things and you're like, what is he talking about? But yet somebody will say, you know, well, he's, he's the, he's the leader of this group. He's the preacher. He's the pastor. You know, he knows he studied it out. He's been to college and all that kind of stuff. And yet that doesn't mean anything because if you ask them simple things, they give you simple answers. If you ask them something complex, uh, I'll have to get back to you on that. Where does it say in the Bible? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's in there. <laughs> See? Now, the right question or the right answer to a question that you don't know the answer to, just as a little tidbit of information for you if you want to be a pastor, a preacher, or a teacher, is, you know, there's going to be stuff that comes up. People are going to say, well, where does Isaiah say, you know, this and that and the other thing? If you don't know, say, look, let's look it up. Let's sit down right here and and pull out whatever it is we need to find it and explain it and look at it and study it. But you don't hear anybody do that. They just say, well, it's in there. <laughs> uh, I'll see you later. I've seen that happen where friends of mine have asked pastor, preacher, teacher guys, hey, uh, where does the one of a friend, a good friend of mine, he says he asked that he asked a guy who I won't speak evil, but this guy was a, a, a scholar. He was a teacher in a college. Where does the river of life flow out from? Where does it come from? And, you know, he was telling me the guy, he asked this vaunted guy who's gone on to be with the Lord, but he asked him and he said, Oh, I'm not really sure. Well, if you have it and it was in his message, if you have it in your message, please know where it came from, understand what you're speaking on. And my friend, you know, he said it to me and I said, well, it comes from the the, right from the throne of God. That's in revelation. 
And I told him, go look it up. And he's like, for Revelation 19. He's like, you really, you know, I'm like, no, I don't know everything. I don't know a lot. I, there's a lot in this Bible I don't know. But I'll tell you what, there's certain things that just stick in your head. And, and you know, you want to know about the throne of God because someday we'll all get to be there. I want to be on the good side. Okay. Women's History Month. I got on my Bible rant, rant and rant there. And, you know, I, again, not speaking evil of nobody. Just just saying, you know, an example's an example. And when you give me an example, I'm sorry. I have to use it. But the thing of it is, is, again, Voltaire said, and, and Jason Whitlock, thank you very much. If you ever listen to my podcast, I listen to yours. <coughs> You'd be one of the 12. But anyway, if they can get you to believe absurdities, they can make you commit atrocities. Let's think about that for a minute. Jews in Germany. Hmm? Hitler made the people believe that the Jews were a subspecies of human and the Slavs, the JWs, the, uh, the, uh, uh, the uh, handicapped the mentally handicapped, the you know, the little retarded children and whatnot, he had them to believe that these people were subhuman and they killed them, gassed them, shot them, throwed them in ditches. Horrible videos that still are out there, and they should be, because normal human beings should never fall for such absurdity. Hey, when the when the when the military's pushing at you and saying you're going to do this, I'm not doing it. When the Ukrainians or the Russians come here or the Chinese, I will fight them and die probably. But I'm not going at my age. I'm not going somewhere else to do it. And I don't. I really, if you if I had kids, I'd say no, don't do it, or grandkids or whatever. Don't join the military. Find a way to get yourself through college legally if that's what you want to do or better yet go to a trade school and learn how to be a plumber electrician or something like that and make good money i went through the military i love the vets and i love the military but right now they they're using them for cannon fodder they have thousands of men right now lined up and waiting to go on the polish border played that for you yesterday do not fall into the trap do not Women's History Month. <laughs> I keep coming back to it, and it's because it's going to be fun now. It was fun before. This is this should be the woman of the year, but actually time made a guy the woman of the year. His name is Richard Levine, now called Rachel Levine. And if you say that on Twitter or even make fun of that on Twitter, you will be banned for life until you take down your twit. I'll tell you something right now. I don't tweet. I'm not a tweeter. I'm not a Twitter, and I don't splitter or splatter. I do have an account, and I'm getting ready to dump it because I hate it. And the guy that took it over, forget it. The one before was bad enough. It's worse now. You have a foreigner who came here and got himself naturalized citizen, went to Stanford, and and now it's like you're not going to say what you want on Twitter because this this ain't America no more. Twitter's not your American Twitter. It's the Twitter of the world, and the world don't want to hear what you Americans have to say. And you better watch how you talk about transgenders and everything else. So 
Let's get going. Let's, this is a real woman. I know she's a woman. You know, you can tell when you see this lady. She's a woman. And she likes it for you to stand when she comes into the room. I call her, she is the woman of the year, Kamala Harris. Oh, oh just. <laughs> Sorry about that. The crowd is loud, aren't they? So listen to them scream and yell for her. And everybody else should stand up and clap their hands. Are you standing? It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Every day it is time for us to agree that there are things and tools that are available to us to slow this thing down. The 500 million tests that have been ordered that are going to be sent to every, every American, COVID do we tests. know when those are going out? Shortly. Should we have done that sooner? We are doing it. But should we have done it sooner? We are doing it. We have 20,000 sites where people can go, and I urge people to, you can Google it. If you want to figure out how to get across town to some restaurant you heard is great, you usually do Google. A friend in need is a friend indeed. <laughs> okay, We all watched the television coverage of just yesterday. That's on top of everything else that we know and don't know yet based on what we've just been able to see. And because we've seen it or not doesn't mean it hasn't happened. But just limited to what we have seen. I am here standing here on the northern flank, on the eastern flank, talking about what we have in terms of the eastern flank and our NATO allies, and what is at stake at this very moment. What is at stake this very moment are some of the guiding principles around the NATO alliance. The governor and I, and we were all um, doing a tour of the library here, and um, talking about the significance of the passage of time. Right, the significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time in terms of what we need to do to lay these wires, what we need to do to create these jobs. And there is such great significance to the passage of time when we think about a day in the life of our children. So Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically that's wrong. We had sanctions before the actual invasion. We threatened sanctions to hopefully deter Russia from going in. So we basically, you know, like if you're a parent and you tell your children, well, if you do this, the punishment is going to be that, right? right? And we hope that by doing that, it will deter our children from doing the wrong thing, right? right? So that's deterrent. So that's where we started with the sanctions. But then when Russia actually went in, we are now implementing the sanctions. And the crowd goes wild. If you ever need a laugh, I, I really, I would tell you to go back and listen to that little clip again. Uh, and it can only be heard here. It can only be heard here in that format that you just heard. It was put together by our producer, 
to bring to you a, a just a montage of the of the inner working thoughts of the Vice President of the United States, Kamala Harris, whom we here at Removing Confusion have declared Woman of the Year. She deserves it. She has, dis- she has shown us such courage and strength in her cackle and in her hyena laughter. She has brought us uh, a new... Uh, entree, or no, 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 it's not an entree. Uh, a, a new side to our our vocabulary meal. You know, now the Bible talks about milk and meat. You know, if you're ready for meat, then go for it. That's the harder things of life of of the Bible to understand. The harder things. That's why you never hear it in, in churches. Never really get the the guys who really preach the meat of the message have gone on to be with the Lord, many of them. There's still some around. They give you milk because they don't think you can handle it. You have these I, I know a guy, he told me, you go way over the top of people's heads. I said, that's funny. They seem to like it. But anyway. Uh, she has brought us word salad. <laughs> That's not an original on me. I've, I heard it. They've been talking about that on, on a TV for a long time. What is it with the words? We've been talking about the significance of the passing of time. I mean, come on. And, and, you know, uh, uh, you have to see the one where she talks to these little kids about space camp or whatever. You're going to see the moon and the craters on the moon. It'll be so exciting. The kids are all excited. Well, they were all paid actors. Whatever you see, my, my buddy Mike sent me a thing, and he's Jesse Waters from Fox News, you know, showing some clips of the Biden administration and how it works. And there's an old movie with Jim Carrey. I don't really know how good it is. Never seen it myself, but clips of it. It's called the Truman Show, where everything is fake. This guy lives in inside of his life is all about a TV show. I mean, they, they make a TV show of his life. You know, it's like people are following him around. He thinks his world is real while everybody else watches from afar. Oh, wow, did you see what happened? You know, it goes on. But he, he lives in this, this bubble, and that's what we have going on now down in D.C. is these people are projecting a, I don't even know how to put it, you know, the Truman Show or a, a bad soap opera. They built a new West Wing uh, soundstage, or you know what he calls the Oval Office. He's not even sitting. He's sitting at this little desk. It's smaller than this thing that I'm sitting at right now. It's it's really small. It's really not a desk either. But uh, beside the point, this guy. This, this whole thing is perpetrated upon us to make us believe in absurdity. Now, he's not going to make me believe it to the point where I'll commit atrocities. I, don't, I, don't, I won't do it. I, I'm too old for atrocities. But I'm, I'm also too old to believe absurdities. Why do they need a sound stage? A Hollywood, you, and you, guess who paid for that? It wasn't Obama. 
although he could have. I mean, it was pretty well cheaply done. And it's ridiculous. But yet, there it is. And then we picked the worst possible vice president. I'm not saying, you know, I don't know her personally, and I don't want to, but I don't know her. Uh, but she does not seem overly intelligent. She doesn't seem overly motivated. She doesn't really seem like she knows what she's doing. Those are all mean things to say. And I'm not saying she's dumb, but like all the other lefties out there, she's ignorant. You know, that thing that people were doing back in the day when they were storming the streets, remember that? And uh, her, her, her comment to it was something to the, to the form of, uh, well, people are going to take to the streets and they, and they're, they're just going to do what they got to do. And, and then they need to, and then she'd bail them out when they got themselves into, uh, the real deep stuff. How do you do that? And then turn around and next thing you know, you're vice president of the United States. That should have been a disqualifier right there. Look, the, they've been trying to use mind control techniques on people, us, American citizens, forever. And they've done such things that it's ridiculous to me that we fell for it. Some of this stuff is, you know, subliminal messaging. You know, some of this mind control stuff was done with drugs. Uh, and the CIA did it, and it's it's all documented. I'm MK Ultra. Uh, Operation Monarch. You can you can use Brave search engine, Brave B R A V E, to go and look those things up and other mind control efforts. You know, I, I don't have this set right at the most perfect place, but this was that whole montage that I had a, a, about a year ago, really, that they went through this whole thing about when the George Floyd riots were happening. And you push back on them. That was- that's Maxine Waters bleating it with. Also from California. Pelosi from California. Right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels. That this is. That's a vice president of the United States, formerly senator. From, oh, what do you imagine that? California. I think San Francisco area. Or was it L.A.? Doesn't make any difference. California, nonetheless. Senator. How did she even elevate to that level? I'm not going to go into any real mean things on that. <laughs> Just, also, well, anyway, let's go on. It is Women's History Month, after all. And we need to... We need to talk about some more ladies out there that deserve uh, all that we can give them because they are, they're doing the stuff that nobody else wants to do. They're, they're standing up and, and, and they're, they're, they're just, you know, taking names and <laughs> Jill Biden, Jill Biden, doc, I'm sorry, Dr. Jill Biden. And you know, if she's a doctor, then she must know stuff. She has uh, decided to have a little, I guess they call it a, a soiree at the White House. 
and you sent out invitations to such people around. And, uh, the, the, the first thing out of the box though, if you're not vaccinated and you come, uh, well, everybody, everybody that comes has to have a, a negative shot, uh, thing you know that uh, you have to prove uh test negative uh i guess the day that you're coming uh but then if you haven't had the vaccine that wonderful thing that has worked so well uh you can come but you can't eat you can't drink from what i understand you can, but i know you can't eat i think maybe you could drink but you can't eat you have to you have to distance yourself. Uh, I guess maybe even wear one of those bubbles that they used for the the high school band members. <laughs> you can't talk to anybody. Uh, blah blah blah. You know. See how they're bringing COVID right back in your face. If you don't get that vaccine, they're still pushing that vaccine. They're still shoving that needle in your arm. Now let me talk about a couple other women that need to be discussed at this point. Jen Psaki, who's the uh, White House press secretary, the president's and vice president's mouthpiece, complete whatever. She's vaccinated all the way up. I mean, she's got every vaccine that you can get for the COVID, and she's got COVID for the second time. I'm so glad I got that vaccine. She's still, I got that vaccine, but you've got COVID twice since you got it. Hillary Rodden Clinton also came down with a positive test for COVID. So I guess they won't be going to Dr. Jill's party. I'm sure people are just going, man, I was really hoping we'd see Hillary and Jen Psaki here today. They're, they're so uplifting. So there you are. Triply vaccinated COVID. And so happy they got the vaccine because it could have been worse. I know a lot of people who have had COVID. Some of them have had it really bad that weren't vaccinated. And some of them are just like folks that are real close to me that have had it and it was like I had a cold or my sore throat and it's over and I don't know anything about it. There's varying degrees and it happens by how much, uh, you take in, I guess it's a viral load. They call it. Now I'm not a doctor, but I've talked to a couple and, uh, that's the consensus. So there you are women. We salute you. Now, I want to answer a question, though, because Katagi, Katagini Brown uh, Jackson or whatever couldn't answer the question. It's kind of sad, really, that she stumbled over that. In chapter 19 of Matthew, that's a book in the Bible known as the first gospel, uh, the Pharisees came unto him, Jesus, tempting him and saying to him, uh, is it lawful for a man to put away his wife for every cause? And he answered and said unto them, have ye not read that 
He which made them at the beginning made them male and female. He at the beginning who made them was God. He made them what? Male and female. He didn't make them male, almost female, or a male, you put on a wig, you're a female. That That's another one that really is irritating me. Every time I see this kid that's winning all the women's swim meets, he's not a woman. He still has all the male things. But he's, you know, got the hair, and he's changed his name to Leah. I don't know what it was before, Bob, George, Harry, whatever. And these girls are being... Women's History Month, guys. Hey, wake up. It's time to put an end to ignorance. We aren't falling here at removing confusion to the absurdity that that boy is a girl or that Rachel Levine is a woman. And if, like I say, if you don't know who she is, she's actually now in charge of your national health or whatever. She's an admiral, but used to be a guy named Richard Levine from Pennsylvania. Uh, Doug Hagman over at the Hagman Report had the best one yet. Calls him Cousin It because it kind of looks like Cousin It from the Adams Family. His long, goopy, blonde hair. and You know, it's disturbing to hear these people stand there and say, as a woman, I am so proud to be it. Dude, you're not a woman. None of you are. You're playing make-believe. You're like, in the old days, we dressed up for Halloween. The next day, I wasn't still a vampire, werewolf, clown, uh, hobo, or whatever else we decided I would be Superman. I, that would have been cool, though. Or Batman, even cooler, because I want the car. No. Jan, or I'm sorry, October 31st, I might have been a kid dressed up like a whatever, but on November 1st, I was Tom. Same here, Richard. Same here for you, Leah, whatever your real name is, and Bruce. Figure it out. I'll probably get banned for all that, but I don't care anymore. I will find a way to get to you and bring you the information you need to hear or you want to hear. Sometimes tongue-in-cheek a little bit like today's been. Okay, let's look at something real quick. Uh, the, some of the stuff that that's really concerning. Washington Post. Now that's the leftist second newspaper of record. Uh, almost three quarters of all U.S. counties reported more deaths than births last year. A development largely caused by the pandemic, which contributed to the dramatic slowing in the nation's overall population growth, according to the data released Thursday by the Census Bureau. Low fertility rates are persisted since the end of the Great Recession. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh so, you know, of course, they're going to say it's all from the uh, pandemic, the COVID Wuhan fluish thing. They're not going to say that a lot of these people are dying from the shot jabs. Come on, you, my dear. 
Why not? Why aren't they adding those in? You know that uh, I don't know the number anymore. It keeps popping up and down. And then what happens is the VAERS reporting system, the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System, keeps getting monitored by the people who own it, CDC, and then changing things. Oh, we got to take these kids out of here. They didn't really die from the COVID or whatever. Uh, it goes on and on, or the shots, I'm sorry, from the vaccinations. But somewhere around 40,000 here in the United States, and that's that's not a full number because uh, they say that only about 1% get put on the record as being from the COVID vaccines. Okay. The uh, BlackRock, that's a, this is, I'm reading these things from Steve Quayle's links for today. If you don't use Steve Quayle's archived links for news, find one that works, but his is usually pretty good uh, over at stevequayle.com. BlackRock, that's a big finance group. Uh, Their leader, his name is Fink, says Ukraine invasion accelerates ESG. I used to know what that meant. It's it's a government deal, though. And digital currency shift. I told you about it yesterday. Biden's already signed the order to convert greenback bucks to digitized currency. Revelation 13, he will next ask you to take a mark on your hand or your head. That doesn't make me, Biden's not the Antichrist, by the way. Somebody will pop up. We have people who are so inept working at the highest levels of our government at a time when we really can't afford to have that. Strength keeps people, keeps countries like Russia under wraps. When you have a guy like Trump was, that you know, for four years, he didn't start a war. He started putting the bow on some of them and wrapping them up, but he didn't really go out and start anything. We blew up some stuff and we killed some terrorists, but we didn't start a war. And the, the reason those wars didn't start is because they did know that if you try to mess with this guy, he's 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 kind of a uh, unpredictable, and that doesn't mean it in a weird, odd, strange, bad way. They didn't know how he would react. Now look how we reacted to this whole Russia thing in Ukraine. Just look at it. It's 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 a hodgepodge of ignorance on our part. Uh, well, we'll uh, we'll get our Polish friends to send them the MIGs. What happened? They flew those planes down to. Ramstein Air Base and parked them and said, you guys take care of it. We will, I believe, fall into this war somehow, a false flag event. Uh, the old red line in the sand when the, when the Russians, in scare quotes, aren't going to do it. But when there's a, a chemical or nuclear, or not nuclear, chemical or biological uh, weapons used well we have to get in there all this sanctioning that they've done 
that you hear about right there, that Kamala Harris clip that I played for you. She goes into the sanctions. Well, that we, we put the sanctions up to, uh, to let them know that's what we will do to see if that would deter them from doing it, which didn't work. So now we're actually going to sanction them and it's not working either. We think that we're stopping world war three. We think we're going to put the brakes on Putin by taking his money. He's, Look, Russia's self-sufficient. Russia's got more gold than we do. We don't have any anymore. Fort Knox is empty. If you have some stashed under your mattress, you're doing probably better than they are down there in Kentucky. We went off the gold standard 50 years ago. And now, you know, digitizing and... uh, Fiat pieces of paper that that have George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, and if you're lucky to have a few Jacksons or Benjamins around, you're doing good. But, folks, we are on a bubble that could pop at any time. If they start calling in our debt and people say, well, the Chinese are going to get us, the Chinese only have 13% at last time I checked of our debt that they held. 13%. 13%. That's a good bit. The Federal Reserve Bank System is who we are truly in debt to. This is neither a federally governed agency of any sort. It is a private banking system outside the federal government. Research it. Look into it. Understand it if you can. It's very difficult. They own most of our debt, and they can call that debt due. We would be squashed. We're already losing out with the petrodollar. Uh, I tried to explain that the other day as well as I could. It's Again, when you get into economics and the high-level stuff, it isn't easy to... Uh, explain it in a in a nutshell but you know for for 50 or so years we've traded oil on the petro dollar and now that we're in such a dire straits and we've got ourselves a mess here with the, the leadership that we've got uh the chinese are swooping in to saudis won't even take our phone calls the chinese want some oil they say but we don't really want to trade on petro dollars we're going to trade on pets petro yens or rubles or rupees or whatever when the united states dollar is removed in that context of the petro dollar we are going to be one step closer to being crushed as a nation we're already in very very dire straits and I don't mean to be a downer. I mean to be a waker-upper. Now, your vote counts, but your prayers count more. And being ready ahead of time counts for a lot. Let me give you a little heads up. I told you the other day, you can store rice if you do it correctly for up to 30 years. Flour, not so much. But it'll last if you have to. 
just gets bugs if you don't watch out. They even say if you buy a bag of flour at the store, you take it home, put it in the freezer for a couple hours or a couple of days, whatever you want to do, and that'll kill the bugs that are in it. So, you know, just so you know, your flowers are usually going to have bugs. But uh, on onward from that, there seems to be a rumbling now in the coffee business. Uh, the major part of our coffee grown in the southern and central Americas, they're having trouble. And coffee's pretty expensive now. I would tell you, if you can afford, can, C-A-N, afford, and you like your coffee, stock up some. If you're using a Keurig or one of those one-cup-at-a-time deals like we do, buy an extra box whenever you can. It's not cheap. It isn't cheap now. Uh, But I would also submit to you, purchase one of the old percolator coffee pots with a little bubble on the top. Remember the old ones you put on the stove? Get one of those or or a a Mr. Coffee Brewer or whatever you want to call it. Bun has them. Uh, You might be wanting to go and converting back to you know, coffee out of the bag or the bucket box, whatever. And buy it when you can and store it where you can. Uh, the best places, you know, to store that uh, is in an airtight as much as you can get container, like a five-gallon bucket. And go on uh, the Internet and you can find what they call deoxidizers. Uh, you see a lot of those things. They're, they're more desiccations that you find in different things now. Usually you buy vitamins. There's a little packet in there that you don't want to eat. <laughs> a little square deal. Well, they also have a thing that sucks the oxygen out of the container that you put things in. And uh, Mormons, the uh, Latter-day Saints, as they like to be called now, are big on storing up things for at least two years. Uh so I'm going to give them credit for that. They've been doing it forever. Uh, don't become a Mormon, though, folks. Just st- stay on this side of Christianity. But you can you can garner the information on how they do stuff. Canning. You know, even if you can vegetables that you buy at the store now, you know, cut up some cukes if you can find them cheap and make pickles, you know, whatever. It may take effort. It may take a little time, but in the near future, I'm saying near because I believe it, you will be thanking God and thanking yourself for having the foreknowledge to do it. There is a estimate, and I heard this on the national news and I heard it on a few other of the alt sites, that with this Ukraine war and the lack of wheat and oats and other things, the, the grains that we depend on, rice and everything else, that feeds a lot of people in the world. Places like Africa, where they already have enough trouble, either flooded or they have no rain at all. And, and they, 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 how you feel for these. You see those, those kids that will sit and eat dirt. 
just to have something in their belly. It's disgusting. I mean, it's disgusting that that is happening. Not that they do it. They can, they don't, they can't help it. They're hungry. Their bellies are distended and all that. At this point in time, many of them die anyway from starvation. We can't feed them all. We try with this, the organizations that get out there and do it, Red Cross and others that are involved in that. But these, the, the estimates right now with this lack of wheat production in the Ukraine and the Russia area and even here because we can't get fertilizer and it's going to be so expensive that our, our American farmers are probably going to cut back on their productions or their, uh, I'm sorry, not production, they're cut back on, on what they're going to plant. So there will be less grains available, which also means the cows aren't going to get to eat as well either. And the pigs, the chickens. They estimate that up to 800, 800 million people will die within the next year after this because a famine is coming. There's already the famine of the hearing of the word that I think it was Amos that brought that out in the Old Testament. But now there's going to be a famine of eating. Stock what you can. Get on your knees or if you can. <laughs> if you can't, God listens to you no matter where you're at or how you're doing it. And let's do that. Let's just end today with a prayer. Lord, Heaven, Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for a day that we all gather together. We thank you, Lord, for the blessings that you bestowed upon us all these many years. And we pray, God, that you'll still continue to bless this nation that we live in so that we can not, that we can be above everyone else, but that we can help sustain those that need help. We pray against the powers and the principalities of and the rulers of these dark places and these high places, Lord, that are bringing serious, serious atrocities on our, on our planet and our people. Let us bind together. Let us be with each other in prayer because that's what we have left. Give, give us the knowledge to do the things, Lord, that we need to do and do them correctly. We need this. We need your knowledge. We need to have the mind of Christ, Lord, and we, we pray for that, that uh, even even our older years when things start to slip out of our mind, that we still have the mind of Christ, that we can do the things that you want us to do, say the things that you want us to say. We know a lot of the news, Lord, is, is not bright and sunny, but we also know that these things must come. Your Prophecies will not be frustrated by men. They will fulfill themselves right in our presence, and we are seeing some of them now. Lord, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for salvation. We thank you that one day we will spend eternity in your presence. And with that, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Friends, it's been a good, good hour with you today, just about.
I, I really hope that we can put some of this stuff behind us. And we did. We had a little fun today. But it is, you know, I, it, for those women out there that deserve our praise and our honor, I guess, I, whatever word you want to use, trust me, it's only vernacular. Thank you for those women. And there's great ones. Abigail uh, Adams and uh, Mary Washington, all the way down through history for the United States, has been wonderful women. There's been a few little flaky ones. But we thank you for all those. And uh, we look up to you, and we'll, we'll see about more of those later. In Jesus' name, we pray today, too. What a wonderful thing. I ran out of time on my thing here. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry about that. But anyway, it has been a good day to spend with you. It's been a, a good time. I pray that at the end of it all, you you got to see the uh, the light through the darkness. This is Tom Richardson with the Removing Confusion podcast, March 24, uh, 2022. Until the next time, God willing, see you later. <laughs>